Hey creeps, it's Amanda. And I'm Michaela. And you're listening to Crime in the Dark. The welcome, welcome. Long time no see. <laughs> Just kidding, you listened to us on Friday. And here we are back again on Monday or possibly Tuesday with a bonus episode. Yes, it's so, bonus. If you guys have noticed, we've been trying to do, I think we started in March. We've been throwing in a little bonus episode here and That's there. Very- Oh shit, February. What 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 was the bonus episode in February? Valentine's Day Massacre. Oh <laughs> duh. I was there for that, I promise. So yeah, now we're in May. I'm excited to see what June's gonna be. But I'm not even happy for June. Yes. It's a little witchy. Uh, we love it. We love a little witchy. All right. So here in May we decided to cover the cryptid, I guess it would be the cryptid, the the spooky, the paranormal, uh, the story of La Llorona. I would also like to point out if you have listened to one of our other episodes, you know that we've already spoiled this. Yes, <laughs> but if you haven't, hi, welcome, surprise. Here we are. Our bonus. <laughs> so, let's see here so this is a legend that would kind of go around Cinco de Mayo I mean it is in May kind of thing so what we're talking about is the legend of La Llorona um, which is Spanish for the weeping woman and La Llorona has been part of the southwest Hispanic culture since the conquistador days the tall thin spirit is said to be blessed with natural beauty and long flowing black hair she wears a white gown and roams the rivers and creeks, wailing into the night and searching for children to grab, screaming to a watery grave. Which kind of, like, I see here you put, kind of reminds you of the Banshee. Definitely reminds me of the Banshee. Reminds me of a lot of different, like, creepy snatching of children ones, but yeah. definitely Banshee. I d- it literally made me think Banshee when I read that. Yeah. I was like, Banshee, Banshee, Banshee. Right? <laughs> All the way. Uh, no one knows when the legend began or where it or originated, though the tales vary from source to source. The common thread is that she is the spirit of a doomed mother who drowned her own children and spent eternity searching from them in rivers and lakes. That's a that's a fucking hell. Like, you want to kill your own children? Well, now you get to spend eternity looking for those said killed children. Uh, next paragraph, I believe, is going into detail on it. it okay, it's like, cool. Yeah. I've, I know a little bit about it. Like I said, I watch a shit ton of TikTok videos about La Llorona and that bitch is scary. Don't come for me. Um, one tell goes, La Llorona christened Maria was born to a peasant family in a humble village. Her startling beauty captured the attention of the area's rich and poor men. She was said to have spent her days in her humble peasant surroundings, but she would don her best white gown in the evenings and thrill the men who admired her in the local fandangos. The young men anxiously waited for her arrival, and she reveled in the attention that she received. However, La Llorona had two small sons who made it difficult for her to spend her evenings out, and often left them alone while she cavorted with the gentleman during that... Oh my god. While she flirted with the gentleman during the evenings. One day, two small boys were found drowned in the river. Some say they drowned through her neglect, but others say they may have died by her own hand. Because obviously she wanted to go out and party. She got kids at home. That's not that doesn't work. That doesn't yeah. work. <clears throat> that someone's gotta something's gotta give. So another um, tale says that La Llorona was a caring woman full of life and love who married a wealthy man who had lavished her with gifts and attention. However, however, after she had bore him her two sons, 
he changed, returning to a life of womanizing and alcohol, often leaving her for months at a time. He seemingly no longer cared for the beautiful Maria, and even talking about leaving her to marry a woman of his own wealthy class. When he did return home, it was only to visit his children, and the devastated Maria began to feel resentment towards the boys. One evening, as Maria was strolling with her two children on a shady pathway near the river, her husband came by in a carriage with an elegant lady beside him. He stopped and spoke to his children, but ignored Maria and then drove the carriage down the road without looking back. After seeing this, Maria went into a terrible rage, and turning against her children, that's already awful, she seized them and threw them into the river. As they disappeared downstream, she realized what she had done and ran down the bank to save them, but it was too late. Maria broke down into grief, running down the streets, screaming and wailing. The beautiful Lalarona mourned them day and night. During this time, she would not eat and walked the river in her white gown, searching for her boys, hoping they would return to her. She cried endlessly as she roamed the riverbanks and her gown and her gown became soiled and torn. When she refused to eat, she grew thinner and appeared taller until she looked like a walking skeleton. Still a young woman, she finally died on the banks, and not long after her death, her restless spirit began to appear, walking the banks of the Santa Fe River when darkness fell. Her weeping and wailing became a curse of the night, and people began to be afraid to go out after dark. She was said to have been seen drifting between the trees along the shoreline or floating on the current with her long white gown spread out upon the waters. On many a dark night, people would see her walking along the riverbank and crying for her children, and so they no longer spoke of her as Maria, but as La Llorona, the weeping woman. Children are warned to not go out in the dark, for La Llorona might snatch them, throwing them to their deaths in the flowing waters. Damn. I can see that just because of the fact of, at the beginning, they call it, they say that she's the weeping woman. Yeah. Screaming pain yeah. and snatching your, your children up yeah so that one seems a little bit more so maybe she like um she thinks that they're her children and she's like doomed to repeat the process over and over yeah. again and then starts wailing again because most ghosts and entities like that are are usually caught in a time loop yeah um so though the legends vary the apparition is said to act without hesitation or mercy the tales of her cruelty depend on the version of the legend you hear. Some say that she kills indiscriminately, taking men, women, and children, whoever's full enough to get foolish enough to get close enough to her. Others say she is very barbaric and only kill Others say she is very barbaric and kills only children, dragging them as they scream to a watery grave. In Santa Fe, New Mexico, the tall wailing spirit has been repeatedly seen in the Pira Building, which is the Public Employees Retirement Association, built on land that was once an old Spanish Indian graveyard near the Santa Fe River. Many people who have been employed there tell of hearing cries resounding through the halls and feeling uneasy hands pushing them while on the stairways. See, I don't like, I don't like that. Like, mm -hmm. uh, don't hedge me. How haunted houses are one thing. Haunted like commercial buildings. That's a whole nother thing. That, like, that freaks me out. Super bad. Or, like, uh, hospitals. And yeah, anything like that. Like, any commercial-sized building. I don't want the big buildings. Um, La Llorona has been heard at night, wailing next to rivers by many, and her wanderings have grown wider, following Hispanic people wherever they go. Her movements have been traced through the southwest and as far north as Montana on the banks of the Yellowstone River. 
The Hispanic people believe that the weeping woman will always be with them, following the many rivers looking for her children. For this reason, many of them fear the dark and pass the legend from generation to generation. So it sounds like she travels. Exactly. And if you have any uh, La Llorona experiences, send them in because now we're about to get into some stories of some uh, La Llorona incidents. So here we go. This happened in Colorado in October of 2008. This person says, La Llorona woke me up once when I was camping at Indian Falls Rapids on the Yampa River in Colorado when I was 15. I walked with her to a cabin and there was a man in the bed. All I saw was his foot, but when she yelled at me to run, I did. If I didn't smash my toe on a rock, I would have run off the cliff into the Indian Fall Rapids. I saw an article in this month's Mountain Gazette about her and looked her up on the internet. My experience was 21 years ago. That's crazy. So she woke up, woke her up and like had her follow her and there was a man in a bed in a cabin. Mm -hmm. That's like crazy to me. But then why'd she yell at her to run if she brought her there? Like, ah, person who wrote this in Colorado, you need to like, um, you need to give us more information. So this happened in, oh, in Eureka, California, November, 2005. This person says, when I was in the seventh grade, I had a frightening dream. I saw myself standing on a dark road with only illumination coming from a dim streetlight. The ground was wet and in the distance, I could hear the sound of rain falling and the tap, tap, tapping of footsteps coming toward me. First of all, holy shit person in Eureka, you are an amazing writer. Like that right there, I'm already like, what else is going on? Oh my God, right. tell me more. They said, um, peering into the darkness, I could see a woman dressed all in black with a dark lacy veil covering her face, moving toward me. Strangely, as the mysterious woman grew closer, so did the rain. When the woman was about 15 feet in front of me, she looked over my shoulder. When I turned around to see what she was looking at, I saw a young child dressed in a white nightgown playing with a doll in the middle of a puddle of water. When I turned back to her, she was right in front of me. The veil was lifted, her eyes were abnormally wide, and her face was no more than three inches away from mine. Her terrifying eyes stared into mine dead, dead on until I woke in panic. I looked through the window. It was raining. As you can manage... Ugh. <laughs> I just ruined their beautiful writing. As you can imagine, I didn't sleep for the rest of the night. The next day, I shook off the dream and thought nothing more about it until a year later. I spent the night with my friend Veronica, who had also invited another friend named Sarah. During the evening, Sarah, who is a Hispanic, began to tell us some of Mexican cultures, legends, and ghost stories. When she began to tell the tale of La Llorona, I didn't think anything of it at, work, at first. Then she began to tell how the legend, the legendary spirit travels by water dressed in all black or white and is almost always seen wearing a bell. Sarah continued by telling us that La Llorona lifts her veil only to her victims and that in their after and that in their afterlife she has chosen to help her find the bones of her lost children. Now I constantly wonder if in my afterlife I will be forced to help her find the bones of her lost children. That's fucking creepy. No thank you. That is creepy. Make you believe her in my page here. Ugh. Oh, the fears. Hold on. Sorry. Free interruption. So this last one, um, there's no date, but it did happen in Mexico. And it says, my... Oh, I got a little away from the microphone. Sorry there, you guys. Um, so the last story is from Mexico. And it says, my story of La Llorona takes place in Mexico. No, no shit. <laughs> Sorry. That was me. Because I said Mexico like 500 times. When I was eight years old, 
when my or when I was eight years old, my abuelita, my grandma, told me to go to the store to buy soda. This was during the evening as we were getting ready to eat supper. My brother and I left the store, and along the way, we heard wailing, but we didn't pay much attention to it. However, as we continued on, we saw a young woman walking towards us. Suddenly, my little brother started to cry, and the woman ran toward him, acting as if she was going to get him. When we saw that she was floating instead of walking, we began to run back to our house and told our grandmother and mother what had happened. We locked the door and started praying to God to help us and make La La Rona go away. And that's from Anonymous in Mexico. And that's terrifying too. Like, oh my God, your fucking little brother just starts screaming and this thing is like full on ghost sprint at her or him. No, thank you. Don't want it. I don't want it. So believe room ghosts, I don't do well. No. I'm like, no, don't. No, I don't want it. No, thank you. No. Like, like I said, I am going to be 35 next month. And I still turn off the lights and full on run into my bedroom. Yeah. No, no shame. No. You ain't gonna get me. Not today, Satan. Not today. Okay. But yeah, so that was the um, little mini bonus episode for you guys on La La Rona, which is always so nice. Well, I also read really fast, so I'm sorry. I'll have to slow down on that. But no, it's fine because it's it's nice to have the little minis in there. Exactly, because I think mine was an hour. It was close to, but that's okay. Yeah. That was cool. I learned a lot about Waco. Now I want to watch the documentary. Documentary. It's Why okay. You do this to me every time. Every time. It's all right. Is that the only times I butchered words in mine? No, I know. That's what I'm saying. You do this to me. Like, <laughs> this is your fault. It's fine. I'm kidding. And on that note, where can they find Oh, she got me. She got me. <laughs> She's like, don't make me do it. So on Facebook and Instagram, you can find us at Crime in the Dark and on Etsy. Make sure to uh, give us a follow, you know, interact with us, that kind of stuff. You can shoot your emails to uh, beautyandcrime22 at gmail.com. And you can support us on Patreon and buy me a coffee. Perfect. And, you know, if we can get some Patreon listeners or buy me a coffee listeners, I mean, either one, we can start to do some more stuff like, you know, doing a YouTube video while we record so you can kind of see our expressions and things like that it might be a little nice i don't know you can also let us know what you'd like to have as a patreon donor um and we'll take it you into consideration get, you also get episodes early yep and you get episodes early which is always nice because if you're like i am i cannot fucking wait to have the episode out but All right. on that note we love you guys keep it creepy. yes ma'am keep it creepy and we'll see you next time bye, bye.